is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. If, oh, excuse uh, me. Sorry. All right, we'll put that in. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Um, oh, I'm running hot. Hold on. Holy got a shit. Real hot mic here. Yeah, really. Um, fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. There we go. Oh, can you imagine if we did a podcast live? Oh, my God. I think that'd be horrible. <laughs> Victor, I'm not going to lie. Victor, and uh, we're going to go ahead and say, and we are back. We're here, um, yeah. Yeah, this will be a part of the episode. Victor on his podcast for Digging uh, Six Feet Under and Digging Dexter, the series finale, uh, season finale for a couple episodes of Six Feet Under, and for the last, what, four, he's done four seasons of Dexter so far. He's done Facebook Live for their podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh. Dude, that's, it's that's fun. brave. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, it is one very brave. Two, dude, it's a lot of fun. Like watching them. Like he goes. You, you, I mean, you know, Victor. He, he fucking yeah. goes all that. The last time he wrapped himself in Saran wrap like a victim. From oh my Dexter. god. Yeah. <laughs> he's like halfway through. He's like, he's like, I think I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, he's in Florida. He's sweating his yeah. balls off, wrapped in Saran. <laughs> Jesus. I think he lost like 20 pounds now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we are definitely not doing that. So no, 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 we're not there yet. Um, hats off to I mean, you, I, Victor and Marissa. I feel for like doing we do though. we we do our on theme thing just about every podcast because we we just drink and talk yeah. about <laughs> yeah. talk about the alcohol show. So I, you know what would happen if we did a live podcast? People would actually see how much we actually do drink, yeah, and that, we would actually be probably having like CPS called on us or something. I, I, <laughs> I don't think we would make it to the end of that podcast. <laughs> just, just by the end, just be like, and I don't know. <laughs> just like up in the microphone. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Hey, there's muddy footprints. And yeah. <laughs> Doing sort of pizza. <laughs> Who's got the dominoes? Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of which. All right. There you go. So. We are now on episode 10 of season four. And I was just saying this off mic. Holy shit. I've said it for the last like two episodes, but I'm saying it again. Dude, we're almost done. We're almost done with the whole series, man. Oh, Shit's my God. Crazy. Now, I, I was going to say something to you, but I wanted to save it for on air. Um, mm-hmm. I was listening to another podcast called du- uh, Dudes with Brews. It's a fun, oh, it's really? A, it's a fun little podcast. Two guys, uh, they cool. sit around, they uh, drink like they're up in, I believe, Wisconsin, if I remember right. Nice. And uh, they drink like like craft brews from like the Wisconsin area. It's a very low budget, low key podcast. And they just like shoot the shit. Already. Like that's yeah. all they do. They just shoot the shit. You know, it's a, it's a fun podcast. It's um, I like it. You know, it's something just to kind of like numb out to like while you're driving. Yeah. But, like they seem like cool guys and stuff like that. But they're on episode like I think they're like on two hundred and something, if I remember nice. right. And then when they hit a mile marker, it was one of the episodes I was listening to. I was like, I think it was either two fifty or three fifty. I can't remember. Uh, but he, the main guy, like host, I guess it was the guy. It was his brainchild for the show. He mentioned yeah. that um, most podcasts cancel the the, uh, the 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 podcasters. The host of the show, yeah. will never make it past episode fifty. Really? Yeah. 
I wow. guess the, the vast majority of podcasts, you got to think about how many independent, I mean, we're an independent podcast. Yeah, we have, yeah. we have no sponsorship. The closest to sponsorship we have is we got some free beers when we were at Eureka Heights. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, which, by the way, that was about it. If you're ever in the Houston area, Eureka Heights is one of the best breweries you can go to. <laughs> so, take note. Take Send note. Beer. <laughs> Mini Boss is the best IPA in the world. So, um, but no, like uh, they were saying, you got to realize how many podcasts are out there that they don't that they're like us, right? It's just a couple people sitting around, you know, recording, thinking people want to listen to their shit, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so. The difference between them and us is we know that nobody wants to listen to our shit already. So <laughs> that's why we're doing this. But uh, yeah, so the vast majority is that. And we are on, I believe we're close to episode 70, if I remember right. No, and I, I was just counting. That's why I was I was silent for a second. Um, you said 50. That was, that was the last episode was our 50th. No way. Yeah. So this is 51. No, it's not. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Hey, we're above average. So we made it. We're official. Because wow. <laughs> really? yeah, Old Ship of Zion was. Uh, oh wait, yeah, you're right. 50? Because it's One, forty. Two. No, you're right. It's um because each season is twelve episodes, and we're on the fourth season. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. We, oh we wow. We just crossed fifty. Oh, that's right. Because we were at the fifty percent mark. I was last season. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yes. So hey. yeah. Milestone. All right. I would uh, <laughs> high five through Skype here. So, Woo! <laughs> um, so we're be- we're we're breaking it then. I I was confused. I was thinking we were way past fifty, so we're just at fifty. Yeah. Um, fantastic. So after this, like we've talked about, our next uh, show we'll probably start doing The Simpsons, and we'll just move right. from there. <laughs> oh God, can you imagine that? And oh. and 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 never stop ever ever. <laughs> um. So a little shout out, uh, some stuff I've done the last uh, week or so. Uh, I did find a new podcast. Uh, you might actually appreciate this podcast. Oh, I yeah? meant to, I meant to text you about it. <clears throat> I don't know if it's on every podcast app, but it's definitely on Stitcher. If it's on Stitcher, I'm almost positive it's on all of them. Uh, but the Stitcher is the app that I use to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, there is a new podcast out called The Office Girls. And yes, it is yeah. Jenna Fisher and Angela Mar- Merkum, Mar- Merkel, Merkel, Angela yeah, from the Angela office. Markle. Yeah. And they're doing what we do, but for the office, yes, each episode, right. they're doing a breakdown and, uh, they do like some trivia, like behind the scenes stuff. Um, it's good. I, I, I would definitely like, it's, um, the first episode you can tell they're very nervous about doing yeah, it, that, that's yeah. not their that's not their medium. They're actors; they're not podcasters. Right. So you can tell they're nervous, and uh, some of the stuff seems a little rehearsed, and they're talking. Um, but it's very it's because it's meant to be like they're supposed to be like a really flow, like they're just talking, and that's it. But you can tell some stuff's like written out, like scripted. Sure. But I say, but I say that it's their first episode I listened to. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, you get better as you go. So oh god, I I've listen, I have listened to our first two episodes a couple times <laughs> just to like re-listen to it, and we are so I nervous. Refuse. Yeah. Oh, it's like <laughs> a it's like listening. And welcome to bootlegging a boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely recommend it, though. I actually learned some interesting facts about it, which was kind of about the nice. office, like the first um, the first uh, series. 
Um, like I learned that uh, they used to have to show up 30 minutes before filming for the pilot episode. They would have to show up 30 minutes before filming every day and then pretend to work. Like they were in uh, an actual office. And so, you know, the opening credits to the office, like where it shows like Pam and she's doing some whiteout. That was during yeah. one of those 30 minute things. Huh. Like she, she was like, yeah, I intentionally did a typo. And then I got mad at myself and intentionally was wiping at whiting out. That's funny. Yeah. So it makes Jeez. you like, cause, cause you, you know, you gotta think about it. They have to actually pretend like they're really working in a really boring, you know, like type of they job have, so they could have paid me one fourth the <laughs> what they paid the actors and i would i would just go to work and yeah <laughs> do that shit all day for them oh and the music for that uh, podcast you'll i'm like spoiling their whole podcast the music, <laughs> the music that they have for it guess who did their music if you if you're a fan shit, of the show you should guess daryl <laughs> Very close, Creed. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> you know Creed's a, Creed's an actual rock and roll guy. Yeah, like, yeah. He was with the uh, um, uh, what was it called? The uh, the Grassroots was that the name? I believe of his so. Band yeah, that he was with something like that. They played at Woodstock, if I remember right. Yeah, I, I believe that's right. I don't know if he was with them, um, at that point, but I believe yeah, the they grassroots. did. But yeah, so they did. Uh, but I think just Creed himself. I think he did the opening music for the podcast. So that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, so shout out to that. And then today, me and my wife finally were able to watch uh, El Camino, the Breaking oh, cool. Bad movie. And I have to say, amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is. I I I have always thought Breaking Bad ended very well. I think that mm. it is a very good ending. The only complaint about the ending to breaking bad is you don't know what is going to happen to jesse right like you're watching and you're like really like this is how it ends like what happens with him and brock or like where is he going like what is he remotely going to do and other people are like oh well he was fleeing why did he flee and then the police came in like right after like how did the police not arrest him like that's always kind of been like a okay um like a not a spoiler like a and not an easter egg what is it a a, 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 a cliffhanger they no, just left it, where is know? it? Where it's like um, it's a mistake in a show, and you see it. Um, oh, plot hole. Yeah, plot hole. Like that was always kind of a plot hole people talked about, and this movie literally fixes everything. Oh, really? Like, huh. It doesn't. Not, okay, it doesn't. I'm not saying it fixes it. It explains it. Okay. Um, and it ends, and how it ends, it ends amazing. It is. Nice. It's literally just like watching a really long episode of Breaking Bad. I. I would I would highly re I highly recommend it if you get a chance to watch it. It's not that long. I think it's like right at two hours. Okay. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I, I I was I had I went into it with high expectations, and it it beat my expectations even. Oh, nice. So okay, cool. Uh, definitely definitely recommend that. All right. Anything for you? Um. No, I don't think so. We were trying to watch. Um, some horror movies because uh, y'all do this that is gonna every year. Yeah, this is going to come out in a, about two weeks, but it is the week of Halloween. So, ooh, happy ooh. Halloween! Oh my everyone. god, we should have tried to do an episode of Halloween. Oh my <laughs> god, I just got yeah. really. Oh. Okay, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. We'll we'll throw in like a jump scare at some point in the <laughs> podcast. Um, I'll, I'll just yell in the mic really loud. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we tried to watch some uh, scary movies. We watched um, the 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 Vich. I guess it's it's just Witch, but it's spelt with two V's. Um, 
I've and uh, heard it, of this. It, it, it's directed by the same guy that is doing uh, the Lighthouse, which is coming out soon. I've been seeing and the, looks that really ad interesting. Advertised a bunch. Yeah, and uh, I'd, I'd like to see it, and so that's why I figured we'd go ahead and check that out. And um, cinematically, it's very um, accurate to the times, and it definitely is. Um, what time period does it take place in? It's like uh, early, early America. Um, it's you know like pilgrims. 17- oh, like so. It's like, oh, wow. It's like seventeen yeah. hundreds. Yeah, it's pilgrims uh, in America. Did they have and the big hats and the buckles? Yeah. They absolutely do. <laughs> no way, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> At the beginning God. of the movie, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, early America, um, very scenic, um, you know, really great um, cinematic movie. Okay. Not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Really? In fact, uh, there was a lot of, uh, and I'm guessing this is the, just this director's, uh, you know, art style. There were swaths of time where, like, seemingly nothing was happening <laughs> okay and it's just because he's trying you know it's trying to be very picturesque and cinematic and um which i get that that can be great but um you know we were looking for something to i must say for a horror get- movie that's not yeah we were trying we were trying to be scared um so that was a little bit of a letdown there were some scary parts but uh not too bad uh and we also watched um what what is it called the pretty the pretty thing uh, hang on, I'm gonna have to look it up. The pretty little, pretty little liars thing that lives <laughs> in this house. Um, that's what that's the title, and that movie was not good. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that was just not uh, not interesting. I was not a fan of that one. Um, and uh, was it on? You know, it it did have some tense parts in it. I guess. Okay. Um, you know, there was some. Uh, there were some parts where uh, you were expecting a jump scare. They never really, really came. So it's just like a build. It's just like a buildup of tension, it's, and then it's all of a sudden, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a it's it's a ruined ruined hand job. Is all I was that gonna movie say. Was. That's, that was, that was going to be kind of the analogy I was going to get. Like, uh. if you guys have ever seen those videos, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> the entire movie just leaves you with with with, with spooky blue balls. It's all. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, check them out if you want. They, they, you know, they were they were movies, but um, <laughs> but I wouldn't say you know they were the best Halloween movies. But this is gonna air after Halloween anyway. So unless you're a hardcore horror fan that just watches it when you know you're not supposed right. to watch it, <laughs> I'll watch. I'll, I may actually check out that witch. That actually sounds uh, kind of was that is that on Netflix, Amazon? Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, okay, which it wasn't for a long time, but uh, they just added it recently, I believe. Um, but yeah, very cinematic, you know, that it, it looked very well put together. Uh, you know, they obviously did their research and really made you feel the time period, but it wasn't as, as frightening as, um, as I thought it was going to be. I, I'm, I'm thinking that this director is more about, um, showing you how scary isolation can be. That's really more his... It seems like that's his deal, considering the lighthouse is coming out soon. So, the bitch. Oh, yeah. now I see. Okay, I was just really curious. Okay, director. 
I was curious what else he's done because the way it's being. Oh, he's literally done that and the lighthouse. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> I was gonna say because the the way you were describing that, um, I don't think you've ever watched it, but it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's it's such a long ass title. Um, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert I have seen Ford. That. And oh, it you is have very cinematic, and honestly, I think it is. I was going to say now that you bring it up, it's it's similar in uh, the the cinematography style. Very okay, similar. Because when I tell people about that movie, I'm always like the the story is very good for that movie, but what the I loved about it is the visuals. Yeah. Every scene is set like you could sit there and take a screenshot of every scene, and you can make that a postcard. Yeah, like that's how I try to describe it to people. The way it's it's filmed is phenomenal. Yes, um, and and this 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 movie, the the witch, is actually really similar uh, as far as how it was shot. There's a lot of um, there there's a lot of scenery buildup. Like that's, okay. I feel like that's a character. Like the the entire scenery, the uh, where they are, it's it's part of the movie. And like I said, that's why I hmm. I, I think this guy's um this this his direction is you know isolation and how how terrifying that can be when you're left alone by yourself well, and, it and can. your own and thoughts. It, I mean, I feel like it absolutely <laughs> can. So yeah. Okay, huh, I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds interesting. And that that sounds like something I would actually like. So, but I mean, yeah. I know that my taste in movies is a lot different than a lot of people. So, um, huh, I'll have to check that out. All right. Well, now that we've wasted almost twenty minutes, um, <laughs> <laughs> we guess we could get into this show. Oh right. I, I, actually, <laughs> I forgot we're doing a podcast about um, what was it? It's Boardwalk Empire. No, uh, sorry, Breaking Bad. What are we doing again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so episode 10, uh, really quick, we'll do the – well, okay, first off, we'll waste some more time on this. We'll start mm-hmm. first with the title, White Horse Pike. Right. Anything off of this? I mean, obviously, it's going to have something to do with the H, with the horse, so the white horse. <laughs> right, okay. I Honestly, I you're actually figuring out more than I did. I didn't get anything. <laughs> white horse, okay. But then isn't a, a pike's a fish, right? Yes. And so that's what I didn't understand the title. That's the I was, extent of my uh, my reading of that title. Yes, okay. a pike is a fish. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> so... Okay, on other news, um, <laughs> the IMBD <laughs> breakdown, uh, Nucky enlists Eli and Agent Knox to uh, check cargo in the Florida shipments. Margaret considers making a deal with Rothstein. Capone grows suspicious of Torio, and Nucky faces a dilemma. Okay, uh, yep. not a bad one. Not a bad little breakdown. I feel like Gives they reduced Nucky's a bit, but, you know. I was going to say, they definitely... Dilemma. Re- <laughs> they... Uh, w- the one thing I'm actually really irritated about on this is they did reduce Nucky somewhat. Um, they didn't. They could have easily put in Nucky has to come to like an agreement or a compromise with like Chalky. Like right. they didn't put Chalky at all in that breakdown, and Chalky has right. a huge part in this episode. Yep. So that's kind of weird. Uh, okay, but um, <laughs> we've we've read worse. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> okay, now uh, we're gonna try it again. Kind of how we've been discussing. Um, partially is I didn't take notes. I'll be honest with y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've had a lot going on. Newborn baby. 
I did not take notes. Astros. Astros, (laughs) which, by the way, uh, we are now three and two. So Astros, we are recording this on the 28th. Um, By the time this airs, me and Chris will either be (laughs) super happy and just ecstatic or we'll have drunken ourselves into a stupor over the loss. So we're going with... We'll have quit the podcast. Yeah. We're going (laughs) to... Um, I figured we could just kind of get started. Um, I just kind of how we've done in the past, but just kind of like loosely talk about it with this one. Yeah. Um, the first one I wanted to talk about, and it's just my first kind of loose one is, and they mention it in this with Capone has a is growing suspicious of Torio. Um, I, I didn't <sighs> get that from the episode. Oh, really? I, I mean, I understand what they're what they're hinting at, but I don't think that actually happened here yet i'm sure in the next episode that's when you know we're gonna really see the uh uh, oh i see what you're saying so um i i think they i think they just they they set it up for that but i didn't see that in the episode yet okay i see what you're saying um that it basically ends with him kind of being suspicious right but it takes the entire episode for that to happen right right Okay, so uh, before we get to that, then um, we've this episode. It's a small story for the most part. We've basically seen that Capone is taking a bigger kind of. He's putting himself more in charge of Toria's operation. Right. Um, right. He's promoted Frank to basically his position. Yes. And he's now made Agent Michael Shannon. Frank's position more or right. less and Torio doesn't understand what's happening like why is all of this changing and stuff like that um, and and Capone even says something like dude like you wanted to retire that's like literally yeah and that's the thing is that Johnny literally told him that he's like whatever when he came back from Italy he's like um uh, you get to handle it handle it dude I'm I'm gonna go uh, drink some wine and I'm gonna drink spaghetti. one and, and, and soak my feet in Epsom salt because he's always he's always feeling sore. Yeah, <laughs> but he was so, talking I mean, about like like retire. He's been talking yeah. about retiring. Yeah, John, he Torrio was already saying he's done with it, but now all of a sudden, now that he sees that um, um, Al is taking on the role, he's like, "What? That you're just cutting me out." That's you're forcing now, me out of this. <laughs> do you think that he's getting suspicious because either a he's seen what has happened? Nobody basically retires from the mob, right? Right. It's like in the wild, right? It's like an, it's like an animal in the wild, and an, no animals die of old age in the wild. They either right. they either get killed by something greater than them. Or they basically they, they die through other things like d- disease right. and stuff like that. So right. nobody nobody dies in the mob, right? Everybody everybody dies in the mob. Nobody <laughs> retires in the mob. Yeah. And do you think it's he's starting to it's kind of starting to sink in? Like, oh fuck, I'm wanting to retire, but that means they're gonna just off me. Or right. do you think that he's just like all of a sudden having like, you know, how like? I think he just didn't he he wasn't ready to let go. Uh, he I was say, he like, was, it's, but... it's like my dad. My dad retired recently. My dad's still not retired. He right. still does a bunch of shit. Right. And so, yeah, I, I think uh, I think 
uh, Gran Torino just wasn't really ready. He thought he was right at, he, he was still on the vacation high, but uh-huh. then, uh, once that kind of wore off, he's, he's like, wait a minute, I'm ready to get back to work. What, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of how I made it out. Yeah. Okay. So then now I say that to, um, so they're having like a party and stuff like that where they have, um, not really a party. I, I say that this is like a, a a Thursday afternoon for Capone. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is kind of just their daily routine. <laughs> <laughs> is they're doing blow, drinking, and they have hookers. Yeah. And they uh, get to, like, the old school, what you think of when it comes to the mob, is uh, they have the, uh, what is it, the Chicago typewriters, the Tommy guns. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they b- b- shoot up the the... Uh, the, the 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 speakeasy that Torio owns right after Torio leaves, like right, right so, after he leaves. Yeah, Torio leaves, and and Al kind of even tries to keep him there uh, to you know hang out and have a drink or whatever. And Torio literally is, <laughs> he says, uh, "I'll I'll catch the matinee tomorrow because uh, you know it. obviously they they do this every fucking day." So um, right. Torio just tells him like no I'm I'm leaving right now and that's when Al gets a phone call um and when he goes to take that call um the person on the other end of the line tells him like well see you later and um luckily our 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 guy <laughs> agent oh Michael Shannon he uh he notices a glint off the window from across the street and sees all these typewriters and, you know, saves Al's <laughs> life, basically. Tells yeah. Tells to get down, and that's when they start shooting up the, the penthouse that they're in. Now, do you think that Torio is behind this? I think that's what we're led to believe, because right after all Bro, the shooting well, is done. We're absolutely led to believe that, yes. Yeah, when the shooting is done, Al stands up, and he's like, man, I... Isn't it lucky that Johnny left when he did, huh? Isn't that lucky that that Johnny left right when he did? (laughs) And that's that's why I say, like, I feel like right at the end of his storyline, that's when he finally starts kind of suspecting when he starts saying it out loud that, like, oh, yeah, he left right before this happened. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right. So now, but now, do you think, but now, do you actually think that Torio is behind it? Or do you think that, it's no. like Ban- it's Banya's people. I, or, I think somebody is trying to stir shit up. That's or it's a, who that. knows because we still don't know who the fuck killed Banya, right? Exactly, and that's why I'm saying I think somebody's just trying to stir shit up. I think it's okay. the same people that did kill Banyan, and I think oh. that they are trying to start wars. They're trying to make something happen here. Okay, you know when when things are in turmoil that's when a, a new party can come in right and then kind right. of take over and start to start a new regime that's what we do right <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's very true um i'm just getting into foreign politics now on this yeah right <laughs> uh this podcast just went way Dude, political <laughs> some light, some light stuff. So let's just go ahead and talk about Middle Eastern politics and the yeah. and No, no, no. Um, oh God. And there went our Middle Eastern followers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, and that's essentially that, that's their story. There's nothing else really to talk about. Like I said, they're the, probably right. the most. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very it's short. a big each 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 uh, moment that they're on something is happening. At least I'll give them that. But. 
there's not a lot other than that to talk about. Right. Um. So the next small part I wanted to talk about because I just I really you fucking hate Jillian and I really fucking hate Margaret. So I just want to talk about her storyline and All get right, it over yeah. with. Yeah, that's short enough. <laughs> so because Margaret's still at the bank and yeah. um, Rothstein is back. I I still don't know if Rothstein was like. He um, lost all of his money. Uh, I'm sorry, Abe Redstone. <laughs> I don't know if he lost his money at the bank. I still haven't figured out if he lost his money at the bank or if he lost his money in gambling. I still don't know exactly how he lost his money. But he's back at the bank, and he knows that there's something going on because he's basically employed Margaret to um, basically act as his like liaison or like spy or something. And then she basically works a deal with him where she wants to get um, housing, and so right, Rostin yeah, is going. This is uh, this is insider trading. P.S. That's what this is. Okay, <laughs> and <laughs> so that's that's what they're dealing with now. That is insider trading because Margaret knows right. Her boss basically gives her the trading slips, and uh, Rostin wants to know when. Uh, they're going to start buying up all of this Anaconda Realty stock for dirt cheap, um, which is, you know, what they're doing is they're saturating the market to drive the price down, which is where right. Rothstein's money is gone. Uh, he he's he bought in for so much, and this company sold so much of the stock that it drove the price down so that they could buy it all up when it's fucking dirt cheap, and then the, the uh, uh, price is going to, you know, skyrocket, once they start buying it all up, right. and that's when they're going to make their money. Rothstein wants to know when that's going to happen so that he can get in on that action as well. So basically so he can buy it all up at a higher price and then return his right. money by selling it back to the bank is essentially right. what it is, right? I don't know. He, he I don't, wants this to know what, when the price is going to be up. This is why I can't be a criminal when it comes to things like that. Like, I get drug dealing. <laughs> I get it. Drug dealing, I understand. I'm like, okay, this makes sense to me. The shit like this it goes so far over my head i don't understand it i don't understand but that's why i'm not good with the market and stuff like that i don't i don't deal with stocks i don't do it i yeah. people have told me all the time about how much money first off i think people lie all the time about it as well but people tell me all the yes. time about how much money they've made in the stock and bitcoin and shit like that and i'm like okay do you ever okay we're getting off talk of it but i don't care you ever get on reddit and there's like the bitcoin group have you ever yeah. been on Reddit with that shit? And they're talking about like, oh, yeah, um, at the rate I'm going with my Bitcoins, I could buy my first Ferrari by the time I'm 22. Okay, I'm like, so then are you even outside of your parents' garage yet? Because no. I don't believe you are. Okay, no. And I, I, I don't want to knock on the Bitcoin guys too hard because I actually used to work for a couple of guys that uh, that made it pretty good on the Bitcoin. In fact, that 3D printer company that I, I worked for, mm -hmm. the reason they were able to make that company is because they were miners for a while. <laughs> in fact, they gave me some video no, 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 cards for free. And so you back in the day when it first was, you know, building up, you could absolutely make tons of money real fast. And that's why right. you have so many just complete morons with tons of cash right now because they got rich with bitcoin and now they don't know what the fuck to do with it <laughs> right no 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 absolutely there are people that did get rich on bitcoin don't i'm not trying to say that there are people that got rich on bitcoin there's people that have gotten rich on stock the, yeah. i understand that but it's like i have a i have a friend of mine who he swears up and down 
all the time about how right before he went in to the military, he invested, I can't like it's something like $5,000 in this one stock. It was a penny stock. And that mm. whenever he came back from the military, that stock was worth $60, $60 a share or something like that. That's... And so he sold it for all this amount of money. I'm like, then why the fuck do you live with your parents? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's I'm like, cause, <laughs> cause like I was like working. This is where I come into play. Like numbers start working in my head. I'm like, with what you're telling me, you have 600,000 in savings. Yeah. And he's like, cause he was always like, well, I want to live with my parents. So I save money. You can buy a house. You yep. literally can buy a house and all you would ever have to pay for is taxes. And that's it. Yep. Like that's, that's literally all you would ever have to pay. And you wouldn't have to live with your fucking parents. So imagine if you only had to pay like four or $5,000 a year. Oh my to God. Have a house. Dude. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, um, I don't even get me. Oh my. I'm, yeah. Right. I'm having, uh, <laughs> like I want to, sell this house and just go live yeah. in the fucking woods but that's what i'm saying like we, <laughs> like, like it's it's shit like that that i don't i don't believe people on i'm like okay whatever but like i said but maybe people have i mean i know for a fact people have made money doing it i don't the closest i get yeah. to a stock market is, is i have a fucking 401k that's the closest i get to a stock yeah yeah exactly yeah i don't i don't understand it i if, did a little bit of trading uh, a little bit ago i worked with a guy in at my last company who was kind of mentoring me a little bit on trading because this dude this fool used to trade like um real short i mean he wouldn't actually short because that's another term that's that's a different kind right. of trade i know but, some um, of the i know some of the, the the techniques and stuff like that yeah but he used to do um like two three month trades and this fool would make like 80 percent back on his trades Jeez. like th- consistently like this dude was working up his own program to sell to people to trade stocks i'm like hell yeah man teach me how to do this shit but then i ended up quitting and moving jobs so i was like fuck i should have should have kept learning but the thing is is for, for shit like that though that's got it that is your job almost yeah like yeah and that's like, what this dude did like if when he wasn't even when he was at work he was watching the stock markets so i'm like nah I can't do that. I'm not no, that I can't, interested. I, I can't do that. Like, and, and for people that can do it, good for you. Like, good, good yeah. for you for doing it. But like, but to bring it back around to to this, like, I don't understand this stuff. Like, okay, so if you buy a certain thing, and I understand that it's illegal. This is an illegal practice now. You can't buy as a bank. You a bank or a a, finan- a fin- financial institution. You cannot purchase a certain amount of product by sat. And it's not just that; it's even businesses. You can't purchase a certain amount of a product on misleading terms to saturate the market with other people's right. outside money to then go in and purchase it with your own money, and then right. therefore drive the price up because you purchased it. I get, I get the concept behind it, but it also is so fucking foreign to me. I don't get it. Yeah, and and I guess and that's where I'm also like. I get irritated with this show because I'm like, you can't tell me that Rothstein couldn't pick this shit out because Rothstein right. actually understands exactly. this stuff because Rothstein but thinks think on another he, level. Like he thinks on another level yeah. than obviously we do. And that's the thing is that I feel like I'm not sure yet. I feel like he was in control of it. It maybe got out of his hands a little bit, but I feel like he knew what he was doing and he just got super lucky that he found an in into the situation because oh. if Margaret wasn't there, it would have run away. Like it, it would have gotten out of his hands and he would have been screwed. And I think that's where he felt he was until he found out that Margaret was part of it. So, um, 
they you know that per, as per usual rostein gets fucking super lucky <laughs> yeah that's true now do you see do you see any type of a romantic thing between margaret and rostein or do you think this is clearly a platonic business venture and i feel it? like I feel like there's potential for that. I I don't know at this point if that's going to happen or not. Okay. Um, but I absolutely feel like there's potential for it. I mean, they, you know, after um, Rothstein goes and visits her and she, you know, basically accepts the terms of the uh, insider trading scheme, they have dinner later on. And during the dinner, they kind of, you know, obviously it's a intimate, you know, dinner that they're having right and so i feel like there could be potential for it but but i I feel that that intimate dinner you could take margaret out of that and put nucky in it and i think that rossi would still be acting the same yeah probably (laughs) i don't i don't think rossi i i I He's hard to Rothstein, read, man. <laughs> I view. I don't think Rothstein's gay straight. I think Rothstein's honestly a like an asexual. asexual. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the right? That's the right term, right? That's yeah, that's, that's the right term. Yeah. <laughs> he. I don't think he cares. I don't think he is the least bit interested in a in a romantic relationship with anybody. I he, literally he's think, aroused by winning. <laughs> that's it. No, that's that's the uh, that's the honest truth of it. Like he only cares about cakes and money, and that that's yeah. about it. And yeah, and, pastries, and, milk, and dates and money and, and dates. Yeah. So, <laughs> but not the going out type. So yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm kind of curious to see how this uh, keeps going. Yeah. Um, all right. So that is because the really the next like the the next biggest parts of this episode is going to be Nucky Chalky and those also Eli, deal with Willie and, and like Gilly. they're all kind of tied into the they're all the tied together doctor yeah Ex- and with Narcisse kind of yeah so let's just go ahead and um we're we'll go ahead and take a quick little break uh we're not going to be learning about anything on this episode and uh just take a quick little break cuz the next half of it will just basically can can join everything into one long long spew of a conversation (laughs) yeah y'all get ready yeah uh, (laughs) it'll be about four hours worth of us talking yeah (laughs) there's plenty to talk about (laughs) so we're gonna take a little break we'll do a little chin wagon when we come back back and forth through my mind behind a cigarette And the message coming from my eyes says to leave it alone. Don't want to hear about it. Every single one. And we are back from the break. All right. Well, uh, we did our long little break there um yeah but we learned about pork spending in government so yeah <laughs> not on the break you guys aren't gonna learn about y'all are that, gonna learn about that we learned, but, about, um, that. We learned about that it's <laughs> by the way just in case anyone's wondering government is wasting your money so uh taxation <laughs> so is this pissed off the government so. uh, raw paul ron paul 2012 2012 ron paul okay <laughs> <laughs> um you can still win it you can still win it it's still a possibility <laughs> 
you know, I actually, um, for this last, <laughs> I'll actually be honest about who I voted for this last election. Uh, or no, no, this one, I think I actually voted for Gary Johnson. I think it was the election before that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I actually wrote in Ron Paul, <laughs> even though he wasn't nice. running. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I did that as well, actually. <laughs> I think I wrote in Ron Paul last, not the last one, but the one before that. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do more write-ins. I should start doing yeah, that right. more. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So this whole next half, we're basically just going to talk about the Chalky, Ducky, Eli, Willie storyline. Um, yes. Because I feel like it all just kind of like goes together. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so... The main thing that we're getting in is okay. Well, first off, okay, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way with Eli. (laughs) This is a complaint I'm having with the show. Okay, if Eli's in trouble and he's stressing, you know how to tell. He has a beard. No, (laughs) he grows. Oh, really? That's funny. He grows a little (laughs) bit of facial hair, and if you notice, like, okay, so the first time we see him in this episode is the first scene in the episode where he's with uh, Agent. what is it? B- Babyface. Uh, BF- BFBS. Yeah. Babyface broccoli shit. Yeah. He's with him and he is talking about his dad, you know, being a sailor and stuff like that. But he has like this like five o'clock shadow. That's funny. Or it's like maybe like a full like 10 o'clock shadow. I don't know. But I was like, you know what? That was the exact same facial hair he had when he, he was like scheming with Jimmy. And stuff like that, yes. and he was always stressed. I was like, "This is the exact." This is, same. I was gonna say, "This is this is the stress look." Yeah. <laughs> so he's scheming with them, and he's—I don't know how to say it's because he's not exactly giving them um wrong information, but he's not giving them good information either. Right. Right. He's giving them old information, and obviously, I mean, he's doing that on purpose. He doesn't want to. It's yeah. He, he's working with them. He's not happy about it at all. Now, um, which is different. This is a different Eli. Right. It used to be that if he was backed into a corner like this, he was just squealing. Um, I think he learned his lesson, and I think he really does not want to be in this situation. He really does not want to rat out his brother again, um, which is understandable right. because he's done it twice already. <laughs> well, and so then that was what I was going to ask. Do you think that like, or why do you think that he doesn't just go to, um, he, why doesn't he just go to Nucky and just tell him? Because I uh, think about it. If he went to talk, if he went to Nucky right now, okay, this is his brother, his brother killed yeah, that's true. His brother literally killed the person who was not the one fucking him over. And his right. And let's be at this point, we can we can be honest. Nucky knew that Eli was the one fucking him over. Right. Right. Nucky knows for a fact that he killed Jimmy, and Jimmy was the least shitty person of that whole group. Right. right. I mean, let's be realistic. We know that Nucky knows that at this point. All he has to do is go to him and be like, "Look." Nucky, I'm your brother. They're after me. This is what's going on. I'm having to give them information. I don't want to do this. Help me out. Tell me what to do. Like, why doesn't he fucking do that? Is there something I'm missing on why he doesn't do that? Because I mean, I mean, I guess just Willie. Willie is the is the thing that's keeping him from. But Nucky could get him out of that shit. I feel like. So maybe it's pride. Maybe. 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 He just doesn't want to have to rely on Big Brother again. 
<laughs> to get him out of a mess? Maybe. I don't know. Now that you bring that up, yeah, like why? Yeah, what's the hang up there? I don't understand it. Huh. That's been my biggest complaint so far with this little storyline for the last like two episodes is I just I don't understand why he's not going to Nucky. Like, I just don't get it. Because if he went that to That is odd. I cause I honestly think cause he didn't he didn't go to the, now had he gone to these people with information like, oh man, my son's in some trouble, I'll go to them with information and help out. That's all right. that's a whole nother story. It's right. It's they came to him, they strong armed him into yes. doing this shit over his son, which is his this is Nucky's nephew. And right. Nucky would be all about protecting his nephew as well. So Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's just it's it's a very weird. It doesn't quite make sense to me. That is a bit odd. I, I really didn't think about it until you just brought it up. But yeah, like what? Yeah, why not? Why not bring it up? And I don't know you, if that's just been, that, that's just a fault in the show. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah, Eli has been fighting for 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 his uh, to to get back into the circle. Mm-hmm. You're back into the circle now. Why not come clean? Tell tell Nucky what's up. It's not like it, Nucky has been forgiving him time and time and again. Obviously, mm-hmm. he had to earn his forgiveness this, especially this last time. But right. he has so far. So, yeah, what the what, what's the problem? I don't get. I don't know. <laughs> and, and that's that's and, odd. And that's the other thing huh. is he's and he's fighting these agents as well. He doesn't want to actively right. give them stuff. And that would, and like I said, it'd be one thing then if they came to him and were like, well, we're going to turn your son in, blah, blah, blah. And then he was giving them good information. He's still not even giving them good information. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I don't understand. I don't, I, I don't know. The whole thing is, the whole thing is very weird to me. Um, right. but yeah. Now, um, the other thing I was going to say on this is it was, it was though really good. Um, the first scene of this episode with him, him and the two agents, and mm. him talking about his dad being a sailor and stuff like that, is just one of those like random little things in Boardwalk Empire where I really appreciate the show. Though this yeah. is, I'm going from I know I understand I'm going from one thing to another because I'm talking about how shitty I hate this storyline, but then I'm also <laughs> like I really like his acting in it. Because yes. when he's talking about his dad and stuff like that, I was like, that's really cool. And then to to give credit where credit's due, Agent um, uh, BFBS, I like when he even like says his dad, he's like, oh, he was a sailor. He's like, he was a good man. You know, he yeah. would have been proud of what you did. He's yeah. he's doing that good cop, bad cop thing where he's yeah. like instilling yeah. it into him. Like, you're you're a good dad, Eli. Yeah. Which is what which is what. I worked in law enforcement. That's yeah, I was gonna what, say that's what you. That's what you do. Ass motherfuckers do. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it is it, it's the honest truth though. You you want to be their friend. It sounds yeah. weird to say it, but you want to be their friend. Well, no, yeah. When uh, th- you know, they're uh, a perp is going to be more comfortable talking if they think that you know they're talking to somebody that's... Right. Trying to sympathize with them, that kind of thing. So it it makes sense. It really does. I just uh, I hope I'm not ever on that side. I won't be. I don't plan on murdering anyone. I don't. So I'm sure. <laughs> All knock on wood. Everything working. I don't ever want to be on either fucking side ever again. Yeah. Like, I I don't at all. <laughs> so yeah. 
because that that seems like a bad time right there. <laughs> it's the worst. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, oh, damn it, I did want to look up. So, um, they the other thing I wanted to uh, talk about was with uh, BFBS is he um, goes and they have the meeting with Jay Edgar, and I was trying to look up really yes. quick. Because I believe that what he says is a real quote. So they go in, they're talking, and I know part of this is actually the God honest truth. Um, they go in and they're having the, he's having his meeting with Jay Edgar, and Jay Edgar's big thing is the I don't remember the person's name, and I feel so bad about doing this. Um, it's one of the very first um, um, black civil rights leaders. It was way before. Um, yeah. uh, MLK where he was leading, you know, um, African-Americans could vote in America at this point. Right. And they're watching and they're basically talking about how this is not like what they want. This is not. Yeah. This is not good for us. He said, what does he say? Um, he said, yeah, his, his line Jagger is, if I like, remember exactly, his line is more or less. And I wanted to look up if this is a real quote, cause I actually think it is a real quote. He says a Negro who can yes. think for themselves is a dangerous yeah. item. That's right. Yeah. Uh, more or less. That's what he says. It's, it's pretty much like that. Yeah. And I want to say he really is quoted as saying that. And I do know for a fact that when MLK was alive, right after MLK was arrested in Birmingham and then he got released, because, you know, that was when MLK, after MLK got arrested in Birmingham, he became, like, that was when he was, he was a national celebrity at that point. Yes. And I do know that after he got released at that point, the FBI was calling him and basically like, hey, we know all your dirty little secrets, like, like I, I, I'm not gonna get into like the dirty little secrets that is supposedly known by MLK and stuff like that. That's none, yeah. of, that's none of my business. But they were like, we know your dirty little secrets. We're gonna release this stuff, and it's gonna ruin yep. your family unless you kill yourself. They were like av- yes. actively trying I've to get of, him yeah, to like I've heard of that. And that was that was Jay Edgar doing that shit. Yeah. So I don't I don't put it past that. I wish I could look up that exact quote that they say in the show, but I'm like 90% positive. It's actually, it's a real quote by him. So Ugh. yeah, I know. I mean, did you get anything I've out of it? There. Well, and no, I mean, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I, I've never been a huge fan of the, uh, the treasury and the FBI, honestly, because of this, because of the history they have, because of the um, uh, the endless, unnecessary war on things that they deem immoral, um, I've never I've never been a fan of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And um, you know, the, stuff like this. While you're right, you know, it does expose some of these things that um, I, I think a lot of a lot of the the regular regular people i'm so above these regular people that's not <laughs> what i'm trying to say <laughs> i'm i'm just trying to say the layman that probably does, hasn't heard about you know the history of the fbi and the treasury department um i'm glad that there's an outlet that has come out for you know exposing the way that these organizations have run and how they started how they still run because they still do shit like this to this day 
<laughs> they do. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I'm I'm glad a lot of people get to you know really see that this did happen. This is still happening. Uh, just so that you know, you're made aware of it. Keep an eye on this. This is how these organizations work. I I hate I hate three le- three letter organizations. The alphabet. I'm probably on their list now. But mm. yeah, exactly. I'm on. I'm. I've. I've been on their lists for for fucking years now. If I, if anything, but I really, I don't really don't like the. I mean, it's the 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 deep state is what they call it these days. I, I feel like that's what they've always been, but that's literally what they are. They're the deep state, and I don't I, like it. I don't. <laughs> as someone, like I said, I I worked at, I I I worked in law enforcement for a short little while. Well, I I actually say short little. I was in. I was in law enforcement for seven years. Um, now, granted, I wasn't federal or anything like that. I wasn't an actual cop and stuff like that, but I still worked. I still went to conferences with cops, with DEA, FBI agents, and things like that. It's – I hate it. Like, I, I can honestly say it's I, I hate power. it. It's unchecked power. It is one – unchecked, it is, and I don't like it. It is one – that you are 100% correct. It is unchecked power. I, 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 and I, that was, and that's why I, I, I can't do it anymore. I, I don't do it anymore. Not I can't, I don't do it anymore. You know, it, would I go back to it if it was life or death and I needed a living again? Yeah, I would, I would go yeah. back to it because I need to make a living for my family. Right. Do I want to? Absolutely not. Like, I would never talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's the worst. It is. I, I, I went to college for it. I have a degree in criminal justice and I went to one of the top criminal justice universities in this country. You know, like yeah. I, I love the idea of criminal. Ju- I do. I actually love the idea of criminal justice. I love the history. Well, and of I it. think that's a, and I think that's the draw, right? That's what that, that's what drew, uh, uh bfbs into it and he he mentions that this episode yeah. is that uh you know it's a it's the the romantic side of it it is makes a lot of sense and uh I, i'm the same way i'm i'm the exact same way like i love the idea of like justice and the american way i'm i, I fucking love superman but right no but that, no that's reality. exactly what it is <laughs> There are there are probably in all honesty there are probably five true lawmen in the entire history of this country that I actually am like yeah. this was a true person like this guy was a legitimate guy he did the right thing you know there's Kevin Costner <laughs> no it, you say that um, and I and for the fucking life of me I cannot think of his name in the movie the the Bonnie and Clyde movie he just did where he played the uh, the Texas Ranger yeah I cannot think yeah. of that guy's um, oh that was a good movie <laughs> I can't think of his name he is he is a true lawman that guy yeah. literally when you actually watch interviews with him and you read about him and stuff like that he is an actual lawman like it is because yeah. at one point the the KKK went after him and they were like, hey, you should join our group. And he was like, I don't know much about this group. Let me go and figure it out. He was in the middle of his very first K- his first and only KKK meeting. He was right in the middle of it, pulled out a pistol and threatened to kill the people that were there because he was like, <laughs> no, he's like, y'all are taking the rights. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. He pulled out a pistol and threatened to kill the people that were in charge because he was like, no, he's like, y'all are taking away the rights of other people. And that is a true. That's a true lawman. That's a true person who believes in the letter of the law. Like I said, I can think of a handful of five off the top of my head, and that's it. Yeah. So, 
Kevin Costner played like three of them. <laughs> yeah. In other words, with this podcast, fuck the police because that's what we're saying right now. So don't care. But man, we're we're pissing everyone. Off. Don't care. I honestly don't care. I worked in it. I don't. I do not give a shit anymore on that stuff. So. Well, you're my in, so I'm gonna have to <laughs> not have anymore, you let not. me out. <laughs> yeah, uh, have to call your contacts whenever I get pulled <laughs> over for my back turn light no. being broken. Because I'm, dude, I, you can't. I'm on their list. <laughs> it's okay. I already know I am. <laughs> Alphabet soup men are coming after me at some point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've gotten so off topic with this. Yeah, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. No, so J. Edgar. J. Edgar. We covered that one. Um, <laughs> it, but to go back onto topic with Eli, it, it's I do like where his story is going because it is a complicated story. And at one point, even the care, uh, uh, BFBS even says to him, "I understand why you were a good, uh, you were a good." Sh- either says sheriff or lawman or something like that yeah he well he's he says i i believe you are a good cop like he he says that because he's not you know he's a good person which generally that will translate into your work if you're you know a decent person um you can be a decent cop which uh that might be a stretch for eli he he wasn't the best cop (laughs) eli killed margaret's husband so we we already yeah. know he's not. A, he, <laughs> he killed. Wasn't, he, uh, he wasn't the best. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I guess um, I, I guess BFBS again, like you said, he's just trying to get he's trying to get the the good cop in with Eli at this point. Right. So he's really working that angle. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, that's honestly like. That's all I have on his story for this episode, other than like with Willie and stuff like that. But we'll talk about it yeah. in a minute. Yeah, which we'll yeah we'll get to that later. Now, um, I do now because we're talking about him. So uh, the next like, and this is the biggest story because we'll we'll tie in Willie in with Nucky's story because Nucky and yes. Chalky are all going to be essentially one story. Um, so Nucky is how do I just how do I say this? So it uh, his story okay and, and this is I'm going to I'm going to get into this in a second. His story really pisses me off this episode. And it's not oh, and, yeah. and it's not going to be with what you're thinking. Okay? It's not going to be with what you're thinking, I promise. Okay? Okay. So, um Nucky is like getting everything together about with the the shipment of the rum from Florida up to yes. Jersey and that area cuz it's for bootlegging and stuff like that. He's also right. dealing with the uh, mayoral election and with Chalky. Nucky's got a lot of right. shit going on, okay? Yes. Now, where I do get pissed off, and I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to throw it out just right now so we can get the talking done and over with on it, okay? <laughs> Is he starts out in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to Florida, and then the very next scene, he's back in Jersey talking with Eli, and then he goes and talks with uh, Maserati, and then he goes back to Florida, and then he's with Maserati there. Or no, sorry, he doesn't talk. No, with, sorry, sorry. No, he he he. Sorry, he, he doesn't ever go to Florida. Yes, he does. Because remember, he goes to kill, um, uh, uh, Lansky. Remember, he's he's got the gun to Lansky. Oh, was that in Florida? I assumed it was. I thought it was in. 
the way that the light was made me think because it was all like super light. It made me think it was. In they made it orange. Yeah, <laughs> that means Florida. <laughs> I thought it was Florida. Was it not Florida? Because he said something. Actually, to, I have no idea. He said something to sweaty wheats about it. He was like, "I'll be down there tomorrow" or something like that. I'm Man, like ninety percent punk. You know, you might be I was, absolutely right. I was kind of distracted when I was watching the episode, to be real honest. So they, okay. they, it's it's absolutely possible that he was in Florida, but I just I just got really because I was be like, a major plot hole. Like I feel like they I was getting have done that. I was getting really irritated when I was watching. I was like, y'all have him jumping back and forth between Florida and Jersey like five times this episode. Yeah, they don't have fucking helicopters. What the hell? No, the <laughs> most you could do back then was train. Train was the fastest way. And train, remember we looked it up. Huh. Train was white. Uh, your white didn't Bethany look that up? Yeah, it was like it was like two days. Yeah, it was like two or three days. Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine? He's probably wearing the same well, suit. shit. That entire now I gotta time. Fucking watch it again just so I can get angry. <laughs> can you imagine? He probably wore that suit for four days straight. Huh. Steve Buscemi ass nuts. just in Gross. swamp Steve Buscemi Literal sweat swamp nuts, nuts. <laughs> Steve Buscemi sweat nuts just in that suit <laughs> oh god nope done oh god in his fancy cotton suit Ugh. oh thank god it's so gross <laughs> um so because now when we first see the episode they're they're loading up the I uh, the liquor and stuff like that and right. uh, Sweaty Wheats finds out that uh, Lucky and um, Meyer Lansky. are working. Now we do find out who, and I cannot, I can, I still can, I want to call him Petro, but I know it's that's not it's, his name. Yeah, Florida Italian, Florida Italian man, <laughs> in his white, in his white, and his white suit, white satin always. suit. Which, by the way, that looks like the most comfortable suit ever. <laughs> um, is. Uh, Maserati's cousin, something like that. Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't know. They're they're both Italian. They're related somehow. Somehow, all Italians are related. Oh, and we, <laughs> God damn it! No, we've already lost. <laughs> we've already lost Italy because we talked about the boot in Florida. Yeah, okay. we we we, we can talk about them. Okay, a couple episodes back. Um, <laughs> he is, They're 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 taking the shipments of liquor and they're packing them with heroin. With the H, the white the horse. The white horse. The white horse pike. And <laughs> that's how they're getting that to New York. Yes. Okay. So I didn't quite understand exactly. Like, I understand what's going on, but I didn't understand, like, why did, why did they not go to Nucky about this? Well, because Nucky wasn't part of the part of that business. But bring him in. Yes, but they were trying to not bring him in so that they could keep more of the share for themselves. Like, why bring in? Maybe this is why, why I'm not a criminal empire a huge like, partner. Why bring in a huge partner that you have to divide everything up with if you can covertly sneak your shit in with somebody else's shipment and no, and then you get caught and you get capped in the back of the head. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing, though. <laughs> but I mean, you got to think about it like these. That's all these guys live for is to make more money and more money and more money and squeeze out as much as they can without putting in any of their own. That's that's how these guys operate. I guess that's true. That was the business. I don't get it. 
This is why <laughs> this is why I live paycheck to paycheck. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so yeah, they're sneaking the shit in with the shipment, and Sweaty lets uh, Nucky know. So obviously, that's going to be a conflict of interest for Nucky. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be obviously a massive one, and I mean, you know, we were and already. That's why Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. We were just talking about the fact that uh, that's why Nucky, you know, goes to Florida, intercepts uh, Lansky. No, no, it wasn't in Florida. It was that's what it was. They oh, were they intercepted the trucks on their way to to Jersey. They it was like in the middle. Right. So it wasn't all the way to Florida. So they intercept the trucks. That's where they get Lansky, pick him up, and I guess they bring him at least closer. It's like <laughs> Georgia. Jersey. Yeah, it's like uh, somewhere halfway. It's Atlanta. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, once they get there, I mean, Nucky is obviously going to lean on Lansky to um, figure out what exactly is happening. Um, luckily, Lansky is smart enough that he, uh, he, he values his life enough that... Um, He's going to go ahead and tell Nucky what's going on. <clears throat> it takes some pressuring, but um, once Nucky, you know, tells him it's it's you tell me what's going on or it's your life. Lansky finally decides to tell him that, uh, yeah, we've been smuggling H in your shipments, but it's because there's tons and tons and tons of cash in shipping this H like he's talking millions, which back in the 20s. This is what hundreds of millions nowadays, right? So, of course, you're gonna go, you know, try to get that money. It's an untapped market. So, uh, Lansky kind of, kind of, uh, gets on Nucky's good side by saying that, like, what would you have done in my situation? Which, All of this money on the table. To be fair, <laughs> this is where I love Lansky's character. Lansky's character. He knows how to play each person. He knows how to talk. Just the right way. Well, he knows yeah. how to talk. Like, Lansky, and like I said, this is a real, Lansky is a real person. This is a real yeah. 100% person. Yeah. Lansky is a real person. Nucky is 90% a real person. Okay? Because, yeah. remember, there was no, the in, in his, well, uh, there, I'm sure there is somewhere. But in New Jersey, there was no Nucky Thompson. There was a Nucky Johnson. Right. Johnson. Right. Right. Lansky is a hundred percent a real person. Yes. He has like he's he's literally buried in the ground and stuff like that. Spoiler alert: Lansky is dead in today right now. Okay, so, <laughs> you telling me somebody that was in his thirties and the twenties is not alive now? Spoiler alert: he's dead. Okay, <laughs> but Lansky is a, a, a and like I said, if you go back and you watch interviews with him, this is how he talks. He talks like this. He has a very good way of explaining things to yeah. a, a person, whether they be of means, not of means. He knows how to read people. And yeah. that's why he was so fucking good at his job. Uh, though though Nucky did kind of cut through the bullshit and is like, stop it with your fucking speech. Yeah. And with your fancy boy speech and just fucking tell me what's going on. <laughs> but, the, but hey, but he read it and he said exactly yeah. what he wanted to hear then. Yep. And. Yep. I do like. I did like that. Whenever he like ends up not killing him, Lancey's just like, like oh, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. Because that's probably the low. That's probably honestly the closest Lansky's ever gotten to death. 
that yeah, and that's the realest the realest reaction he could have had. Because <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I, they, the fact that they even dug the hole, he was probably gonna die. Oh yeah, he had a better he had a he had a better chance of dying than not dying at that moment. Yeah. Oh god. It's... But he uh, <laughs> he figured out a way to talk himself out of that <laughs> for sure. God damn. So yeah, I mean, he explains to Nucky that you know there's plenty of money to be had, and Nucky tells him, well. You better call Maserati and tell him to be here immediately, uh, or I will murder you right now. <laughs> and then that leads us to with the big reveal, and, and oh we can go God. ahead and talk about we can go ahead and talk about it before this. Yeah. So should we like switch over to the? Well, uh, the no. Like, okay. The, no. 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 So let's so let's just can... go ahead and like b- the big reveal is. But it's such a big reveal. Like I feel like we should build up to it. Right? Okay. So well, then people are gonna people are gonna know what we're gonna talk about when we're gonna talk about it now. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody. You, you guys don't know. Okay. Just, You're not gonna know the big know reveal. The so let's just talk about <laughs> Doctor Narcisse <laughs> real quick and his issue with Chalky. Okay. So. Chalky does basically the 1920s version of a drive-by shooting. Yes. Because. A walk-by. A walk-by <laughs> walk shooting. And in the course of doing this, we get to see that Narcisse is also a badass. Yes. The dude's not yeah. a bitch. Yeah. We can. So, yeah, they uh, Chalky gathers his, his, his boys. They go out, stand right in front of Narcisse's place, and start shooting the shit out of it. Like, just. What did he see? They killed four of his guys? I think so. So they, I mean, that was a good, they, that was a good hit. They, he, there was only two people left alive whenever they were done. So they definitely did wipe out quite a bit of people. Um, but like you said, Narcisse doesn't take it lying down. I think he gets hit once, but he gets back up, uh, un- <laughs> unskins his iron, starts shooting back and gets like three or four people by Including himself. Chalky. Chalky gets yeah. hit. Okay. Yep. Another complaint. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I have so many complaints in this one. <laughs> and it's my, the thing is, is it's minor ones, but it's like it's complaints nonetheless. I like I said, I'm not trying to nitpick this show. I'm really not. But it's certain little things just piss me the fuck off. <laughs> okay. We so we. Uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is I was gonna. I was gonna see if you agreed with me. Narcisse got hit, right? Yes. Why? The, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I was I was like ninety percent positive. So you're agreeing he also got hit. You're like ninety. Yes, no, you'd say I'm, you're ninety. I'm pretty sure I saw a circle blood. Okay, blood spot on his shirt. Why yeah. the fuck then does when he goes to confront Chalky at the club and he ends it and Chalky's not there, right? Because he's in hiding. Oh yeah. Why was he? Narcisse is like totally fine. Why was he dressed up in like a full suit? Like he like yeah. He went there in a full suit to confront Chalky, like. Yeah. Were they really He's that like sophisticated totally that back then? Nothing hurting. But now that you say that, yeah, what the fuck? Because even Chalky, like, later on in the episode, up until the end of the episode, he's, like, in a sling. He's fucked up still. Even though it wasn't, it could have been a worse injury that he right. sustained. But it, you know, <clears throat> he's still pretty, pretty banged up. But Narcisse goes to the club, like, Perfect condition, good mustache, not even messed up, still curled, 
curled to the fucking ceiling. Like they <laughs> no got problem. done. Like they got done with that shooting, and Narcisse was like, "I'm gonna go confront him in six to seven hours. Yeah. Let's get ready. <laughs> I need to take a shower." Because <laughs> my my other complaint is, okay, from this episode to last episode, what would you say is the time period between them? I don't know, a couple days, maybe. Why is that? Why is daughter Maitland not busted the fuck up still? Yeah, her face has already unswollen quite a bit. <laughs> like, it just looks like she. I, I'm being. I, I'm not trying to be like. I'm not trying to da- obviously downplay like domestic violence or anything like that. Her face literally looks like she just had a bad makeup day. Yeah, yeah. Like I it, apparently I'm, she's been. Like dunking herself in some ice water constantly. <laughs> because, because to be fair, we went from this to where I think they showed probably the most graphic, realistic form of actual yeah. abuse. Like, yep. I really, I actually really respect the show with what they showed of her when she got beat by Narcisse. I was like, damn, oh, yeah. like they're being realistic. I really appreciate the show for showing this. Yeah. To, she just has like some like miscoloration yeah yeah like really i i that yeah that that swelling has gone down quite a bit that kind of they've been they've been putting stakes on that for (laughs) sure it just that kind of irritated me because i was like y'all did such a good job of actually showing what real abuse looks like yeah to downplaying it to this so yeah i don't know maybe it's been I, i i feel like Chalky wouldn't have waited that long to retaliate. Oh God! Can you, I, if I was to like guess, that, would have been next day. If I was to guess, <laughs> like if if you got wailed on as bad as she did with that kind of markings, I mean, you're talking a week or two of he yeah. of healing. I mean, I'm yeah. being serious. Like you're talking a week or two, and that's at minimum. Yeah. Like minimum, you're talking. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, no. So yeah, they they kind of the. Literally unwatchable. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but <laughs> it was just it was just weird and I don't know why. For some reason this episode, the timing on everything just really annoyed me. I feel like their yeah. editors or whatever were not on point for this episode. I don't know. I'm, I I like I said No, that makes sense. Like I said, I, I'm not trying to like like I said, this is considered well, no, it's not this isn't I think Oh, I don't want to ruin you because I think last I think the last uh, season five is considered the worst season, but season. F- oh, really? I believe so. Season four is always considered pretty bad, though. Like when people talk about this show, they consider, like I said, season two is always considered the number one. Season three yeah. is considered number one by some number two by others. I, I, I personally find season Three, number two a lot of people don't like season four me personally i love season four i consider season four and season three equal and okay uh, but a lot of people don't but i'm trying to like there's certain things where now i'm kind of like okay i kind of see what people are talking about now and then and this is this is an example of one some of the timing and stuff like that just seems a little off yeah it is it is a bit weird so yeah but like I said, there's worse. There's way worse out there. There's way worse shows. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not going to complain too much. Um, the other random thing I got from this episode I wanted to talk about was um, Richard. He yes. So he was in it for like five five seconds. 
Yeah. And it was uh, with Chalky talking with his people and stuff like that. His his guys. Yeah, it was right before they go uh, on their shooting spree on Narcisse. Right. And they mention about how they don't like him. Now, right. But then Chalky basically even is like, no, like that he's a good guy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why did they have that in this? Did you get why they did it all? I'm I'm really not sure. Uh, I I'm assuming this is set up for later, um, because I mean he's so obviously far, working for him. So yes, so Richard has been hired for the dishwasher at the club. Uh, because you know he went to Chalky and asked for a job because he's married now and needs to be making a living. Um, so uh, he's working at the club as a dishwasher. Um, Pretty much the rest of the staff at the club is not okay with having this white guy <laughs> right. taking their gerbs. They he's literally taking her gerbs. <laughs> he's taking her gerbs. Um, so, but yeah, Chalky steps in, tells them all that, like, no, 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 this this is a good person. He's got my back. If you need anything, Richard, you let me know. Okay. Um, and then, of course, later on. Richard helps him again. So I think that uh, they're just making a case for Richard to have a connection with Chalky. They they kind of already had a connection through Nucky uh, and through the business. But here, this is a personal, co- uh, personal connection between Richard and Chalky. I'm assuming that in the next couple of episodes, Chalky is going to repay him this debt of uh, helping him out. At least I'm hope uh, uh, speculation. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. But I'm thinking that's what they were doing. Just some character development uh, background for some kind of relationship between those two. Okay. Later on. Um, I agree. I I, I definitely see so it, it. It's too weird for them not to do something with it. Like yeah. you said, as much as I'm complaining about the show, that scene didn't seem just like thrown in for no reason. No. Yeah. They're obviously building up to something. Okay. Um, so then after the shooting and everything like that, and then, um, Nucky and Narcisse having their confrontation, which honestly, that was actually a really good scene. Yeah. Uh, so then that's when we get the big reveal now that we were talking about earlier, which is Nucky having his meeting with Maserati. Yeah. Yeah, his partner is none other than Narcisse. Than fucking Narcisse. Like, now, did, you, uh, <laughs> did that surprise you, or were you kind of suspecting this? Um, I mean, he obviously had his hand somewhere in the trade, because he was... Because yeah, he's been dealing with, like, duns and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's obviously been some somewhat of a big part in the trade, Um. I guess I didn't really think about where he was getting it, but uh, there can't. Same as me. I mean, this is 1920s. Where the fuck else are you getting it? Like after he after he came out as the part, and I was like, "Well, fucking of course he is." Where the fuck else is he getting this shit? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) exactly. So you know, when he when he did come out, obviously it was a shock. For the first two seconds, and then I started processing, and I was like, "Well, okay, yeah, fucking now, of course." <laughs> this is where, and I had this. Uh, and with that, we'll go ahead and end this episode. Um, 
you can always write into us. You can follow us on Facebook at Bootlegging uh, Boardwalk Empire Podcast. Uh, you can also uh, contact us on Instagram at Bootlegging.podcast or follow us on Twitter at uh, uh, Bootleg underscore podcast. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Um, you can also send us an email as well at Bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com. Just let us know what you're thinking and get some notes in for the show. And we'll do a little bit of chin wagging when we come back. I thank God I'm breathing. Then I pray, don't take me soon. Cause I'm here for a reason. Sometimes in my tears I drown. But I never let it get me down. So a negativity surrounds. I know someday it'll all turn around. Cause all my life I've been waiting for. I've been praying for. For the people to say that we don't want to fight no more There'll be no more war And our children will play One day, one day, one day One day, one day, one day It's not about when or lose We all lose when we feed on the souls of the innocent Blood drips, baby.